Electricast. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement, Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure I have the opportunity to present special guest Carol Collins to the show today. Carol is a trans channel and she's known as the Pittsburgh medium. She received her gift to communicating with source in the same way as Esther Hicks. After nine months of meditation, her guide James began communicating with her by spelling words in the air with her nose. And in a few short weeks, she began trans channeling. James and Jeshua are her non-physical guide and teacher. And they describe themselves as a collective of higher consciousness beings with a similar focus, teaching all to be able to communicate with source dimension. Jeshua describes Carol and her abilities as expert clairvoyant with a pre-birth decision to channel. She's a full, open, blended, consciously aware, verbal trance channel. Through her, James teaches the foundation material, who non-physical beings are and why we participate in physical life. Jesus teaches ACIM and how it clears or eliminates unconscious beliefs. Jeshua, the collective, teaches self-healing through directed energy. And the entity, Seth, teaches how to channel by strengthening intuition and clairvoyance. Globally recognized and located in the greater Pittsburgh, PA region, she travels frequently for workshops on how to channel the I Am Chakra cleansing retreats, Jeshua Speaks workshops, spiritually led journey, A Course in Miracles workshop, and study group. She holds channel classes on how to increase intuitive abilities weekly and provides private readings by appointment. Carol's non-physical teachers have dictated seven books to her and have started number eight, all within four short months. To learn more and to schedule an interview with Seth, Jeshua, or any other entity, please contact Carol directly via her website. Her information is going to be in our our program notes. And I'm so excited to welcome Carol to the show. Welcome to the show, Carol. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say this. Hello, it's me. It's Carol. But also, uh, I feel everybody right here. I already feel them here in my face, which is where I always have the initial contact 
but we just want to say this we're just going to jump right in because as an open blended trench channel carol has a way of just taking a minor breath and then we breathe through her trance channeling trance channeling is what we want everyone to do we are the collective yeshua now but in this conversation you will experience a number of others we will identify ourselves either as a name or as a collective but jason we love your show thank you because you do it because it's a fun thing that you want to do and you do it and your vibrant energy pushes out into the world people see that they gravitate towards it that's just called the glad effect and you have it and so we just wanted to start by letting you know that that is uh, one of the things that we're going to bring up today we are yeshua now that is amazing and thank you so much for sharing such kind words i i appreciate the the support for the show and I'm very obviously open to our communication today. And I'm excited to have the audience have a chance to witness this through the recording of the video and the audio for us. And by the way, I also have a transcribed. So we'll have all three venues to, uh, to share. I just want to ask in terms of what are with our uncertain times right now, what do you recommend to our listeners to ground themselves? Well, we understand the term ground meaning people use it all the time just to provide stability. But we do want to say this, grounding exercises, they are good for one thing, stabilizing your physical body, stabilizing. If you're feeling wobbly, if you got a little bit of vertigo, if you have a sore ankle and you're just a little teetering, if you have a challenging time with your limbs and you feel physically wobbly, ground yourself. How do you do that? Figure it out. Figured out any visualization technique works, but we're going to give you one. Picture your arms and your legs as just limbs of a tree, just limbs of a tree, reaching down, 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 touching the ground, and the ground feels so soft. It feels nice. There might be moss, moss covered ground or grass. And then your hands and your feet simply shift into the rock, into the ground. And then just begins to swirl around anything that feels solid. And just stay there a moment. Just a moment. And then let your limbs unwind around that stable point and come back into the hole who you are. That much time, whenever you are feeling wobbly, will recenter you. It will rebalance you. Not left-right balance, not spiritual balance, physical balance. If you are a yogi and you're having some trouble with any of the balancing positions, practice doing your grounding, un ungrounding, and then doing your position. You will find that you have better balance. Now, we say uproot. If you are wanting to receive um, a little extra, a little extra in your life on whatever it is that you want to do, and we say we do it this way. There's like a paintbrush on the bottom of the feet. We always talk about energy points in any of these conversations. So this is an energy point conversation, an internal dialogue with the self. Now, there's energy points all over your body, all over your body. And there are some very, very, very intricate ones on the bottom of the feet. You can't see them. A lot of people know about them. It is part of the Socratic system. And so we're just going to warm them up. We're going to open them up. So just picture Eyes open or closed, doesn't matter. 
little paintbrush going up and down the feet. And as you do, just a little bit, you will feel a sphere begin to open. Carol feels hers moving to the right. That sphere is there. It is an energy vortex on the bottom of your feet. And then just allow your vision to be at one with the sphere. And you will feel or sense energy coming up to the crown, out to the fingertips, up to the crown, back down to the feet. When it comes back down to the feet, simply close off that vortexual point as a, as, as a closing. Soak in source energy from the earth and then you close it off. So it's within your etheric field. Now, Carol's funny. She likes to tie it off with a bow because she likes to feel complete. She also sees it as a, a trap door, the kind that you would put batteries in. She clicks it in place and then she puts a little tiny bow. Any visualization technique that you want, what are you doing when you do that? Well, we have infused every planet. Every planet has source frequency inside of it. It emits a vibe. When you uproot, you're soaking in that source frequency, which is pure. You're soaking it into your etheric vibe. Now, when you're doing grounding, you're reaching down to hold on to, to hold on to, which stabilizes your physical body. They are two different things, but it all has to do with energy. We do love, I love that. providing visualization <laughs> techniques, but it's more than a visual technique. It is warming up and opening the vortex point on the bottom of the feet. You also have them in the center of the palms of your hands. And it shoots to the crown because that is where it wants to go. There's a conduit from above the head down to the root, all the way to the center. So that energy is flowing up and down and up and down and up and down all the time. So when you open that energy point within your feet, it wants to go in that direction, upwards. So it goes to the crown. Your guide pushes it back in. It goes out to the other vortex point. The guides push it back down, and it goes back down to your feet where you tie it off. And in that way, it circulates within. What does that do? Heals. It also helps you manifest things. So it's fun to have an intention when you do it. Yes. Intention can be anything. It can be I've been manifesting a lot recently in ways I never expected. And it's it's very positive. It really makes a difference in how you see your life. Instead of looking at your life as something that's out of your control, with manifestation, it's like focusing your attention on making things occur that you'd like to have happen in life. And I, I believe heavily in positive thinking. And obviously, anyone who delves in this stuff probably does the same. And I believe thoughts are things. I've learned that from a lot of very important people who are critical and just have taught me a lot. And just from conversations like we're having right now. And so one of the things I want to ask you, how did you first develop the ability to channel and how long did it take you to accept it? Because I know from my vantage point, when I first realized I was a psychic medium, it took me about 10 years yeah. to have that comfort level to start telling others about it. Well, we are, we are going to offer you a private conversation so that we can tell you a little bit more about who you are in this lifetime meaning some birth intentions for you. It's going to be a critical conversation with your higher self and wow. understanding of what, of what it is that you came here to do. So we're going to answer the question for Carol because she is in this, what we call a tranced out state. We have this one little thing with Carol and it's called blended. It's called blended. 
Now, I'm not going to describe why she's blended, but what does it do? It's a hand-holding that the interior mind does with us. It just decided. Uh, it came across an internal fear, and it decided that it knew who we were. We felt like peace. We felt like love, and it latched onto us. And it said, um, I think I need you. Now, we said when that happened, we have two choices. We can undo that fear or we can soothe the fear and use it. So Carol's higher self, that divine part of her, said, I'd like to use it. Let's use it. Let's see what she does with it. So she has us day and night always right here, right here. She feels her mouth moving. She feels her hands moving. She feels us blink her. She feels us turn her head. We are able to ask her mind to do some things. We stand right next to her, right next to her day and night. The partnership. It is even more than a partnership because you do it's... have a partner in life, in the non-physical. We'll, 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 we will address that, that comment. Mm. So how did this happen with Carol? Well, it couldn't not happen because some people do add into their birth intentions things that have to do with their spiritual abilities. She did. What did she build in? That she would be a channel, that she would be a scribe, and that that scribe work would be for the entity Seth. So, so many people know the entity Seth in the Jane Robert book, books. That same Seth has now, it's uh, book number 10, since we're here in September 2021, since February, they are on book number 10. There will be 14 books that are completed before December 31st. Now, completed dictation. There's a lot of other things that have to be done to get a book all put together, but dictation on 10 are complete. So how did this happen to her? Well, she had a, a love life that was tumultuous. And then she backed out of that after about 15 years. She backed out of it, packed up and moved, got herself all situated in one of her favorite places and fell apart. She fell apart, she fell apart, she fell apart. A saving grace in a woman named Mandy, Mandy Morris. And we do use her name because it's an important um, moment point in the life of Carol Ann. It's in, the, it's, in, it's in the record books. It's in the Akash. Mandy Morris is a clairvoyant. And she began a group called Manifest with Mandy. Now, these are Mandy's words, Mandy's ideas that are conveyed. It's not channeled information, but it is healthy information altogether. So Carol found that group and it found her. It found her, meaning she was paired up with it. That's internal guidance. That's intuition. She was one that didn't have a lot of activity, kind of a more shy type. So not a lot of activity. That also was intuition. We didn't want her clicking on a lot of different things and getting a lot of different information. So after about a month of that, she decided to go on to that Facebook group one day and scrolls through like she always did. And then that day, she had the push to hit a button, to hit a click, to actually open up a link that someone put. And what was it? Esther Hicks. It was Carol's first introduction to Abraham. And when that happened, she had a, a buzzing, like a warm buzzing. It was the awakening for her. And when that happened, she 
uh, opened herself up to being a channel. Now the body and the mind still had to be taught. But in that minute, that conduit was open and the birth intention to be a trans channel was understood. It was like, oh, I forgot. I built this in. <laughs> cool. I now have an ability. So the body, the body remembered. That is a natural born trans channel. Now you can be a trans channel. You can be a channel and learn it and study it and be able to do it. We have many that we can introduce you to. But there are also those that build it in. So what did Carol do after that? Well, she listened day and night and day and night and day and night and day and night. It was, it was almost like an obsession because she found that birth intention and it locked in place. And Carol says, I don't know what I was doing. I just, I just, I couldn't not listen to Abraham. It was a draw so strong that she had to hear it day and night, day and night. And then she came across Abraham and the guidance to meditate. You don't have time not to do it. So she did 15 minutes every single day, every single day, every single day. She'd be halfway out the door running late for work. And she'd say, wait a second. I forgot to meditate. She'd close the door. She'd sit down. She'd say to heck with it. If I'm late for the meeting, oh, well. oh well. and then she would drive and she'd be all frantic. And she'd say, please just make it okay. Make it okay. And she'd slide me back and nobody would notice. Nobody cared. So she soothed and she learned how to manifest extra time. But she also learned how to do one more thing. When you meditate quietly, when you just listen to the air, no sound, no music, no gong, no chants, no, no, no sensations for the interior mind to latch onto. You just listen to the air. What that does is that mind doesn't stop listening to things. It just listens to your highest level guide. And that guide starts teaching it. Hey, this is who we are. Hey, we're really alive. We're really here. And we uh, we're really, 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 really smart. We're intelligence. We're intelligence, infinite intelligence, as a matter of fact, and we're very powerful. And this is how you can understand what we say. And hey, did you know that you can show it to your person? And we can show you, stay here, stay here, stay here in meditation. We'll show you how to show your person accurately. So that's what happened in that nine months. So Carol woke up one day with a little movement that moved, moved, moved really big. And then it moved to the left. And then her highest level guide began to spell words in the air. A conversation, not practice. This thing calls nose spelling, clear movement. It is first contact. We also say it's pre-verbal clairvoyance because it is whole and complete. You could write a book that way. Esther and Jerry did. Wow. But it's a conversation. So that was her first quote unquote contact with her co-creator, we sometimes call it the partner or the teacher in non-physical. So that's how it happened to her. And when it began, it was no spelling, quickly moved into moving the mouth and then adding the voice quickly. Quickly was about eight weeks. And after that, it was fluid day and night, day and night. She couldn't not unlearn it. And it is now her preference. Although she does have conversations with us Ocularly, we say ocularly in the mind's eye, uh, throughout the day, throughout the day. Yeah. What an interesting, I, I have to share this. I get spiritually guided on things that I do 
and they happen more frequently than I, I will care. I'll say, yes, I get spiritually guided by my spirit guides. Mm-hmm. Now, have I given them names? I know one of them is my grandfather and I know I have connections to other spirit guides and they, they're very positive and they help me heal and heal, heal myself and heal others like after I have my cancer. So I find what you're saying hundred percent believable, hundred percent certain and hundred percent accurate. And so I find it a blessing to have you on the show to share this to the audience. Cause I think when you can actually share trans channeling, I don't call myself a trans channeler, but I do things with automatic writing on a keyboard where I pick up deceased loved ones or missing people. I can do those kind of people crossed over. I, I do automatic writing. So I don't know if that's a form of trance mediumship. Or I've, said, I, I've never really put a title to it because it's something I, I learned how to do innately within myself. It's just among others. It's just cool. It's just cool. Some I love it. <laughs> some people get all wrapped up in the terms. Now, now we're just going to say this. It's a, it's an ability. It's an ability. Now, intuition is the softest form of receiving because you don't even know it's there. It's invisible. It's not oh, a signal. It's call it a signal. It's a, it's quiet. You don't even know it's there. You know, you, you, you have no idea how many times we just speak to the mind. We speak to the mind and the mind is not given instructions to say it to you. The mind just says, Oh, I'll turn left. And you think, Hey, I think I want to turn left because we build in knowledge, intelligence. And if we want to, we also build in instructions to show it to you. And we practice and we train the mind. We train your mind. Now, what is automatic writing, typing, or, or with a pen and pencil? It's just fun because... I'm writing right now. I, I do it as we speak, and then I'll pick up stuff and share it with my, with my guests. I, I, don't, I integrate some intuitive reading into my, my interviews in the last six months because it's something that I've just... I mean, I'm a note taker anyway, but in interviews, I'll write down things, and then I'll get stuff from my writings, and that's how I'll share with whoever I'm talking with. Yeah, and it's fun. It's, it can increase... But you also have the ability to channel channel. So we go through we go through the levels really quick. Intuition is it's the quietest form, and everyone always has it. Even even uh, people like Carol who are exquisite channels, and we say exquisite because the mind is so soft on subjects. On subjects, we can talk about religion. We can talk about sex. We can talk about profanity. We can talk about the uh, the the different sexual orientations we say ways of living she can talk about politics she can talk about COVID. she can talk about health and wellness she can talk about et beings she can talk about consciousness her mind has removed its own interior belief on a lot of things now until a human being can unlearn what the world has taught them we have to pause how much we can teach through them because we don't create conflict if there's a belief and education and life experience can create beliefs. We don't knock that belief over just to be able to speak through a person. We soothe the mind and we create an opportunity to let that belief go so that we can teach knowledge of the universe, capital K for knowledge. So what can you do? Well, you don't know it, but you have the ability to channel within you. But we pause there. So intuition, very light, very light, very light. It's the quietest form of hearing that nudge from your spirit helpers. And then you increase into clairvoyant abilities, many levels within it. 
And then you have expert clairvoyant, which means your guide, the one that is in charge of communicating with you, can speak so rapidly and so quickly, and the mind can translate and, and, and say it through you. Receive and say, receive, translate, say, receive, translate, say, but it does it so fast that it almost feels like somebody else is talking. That's channeling. That's expert level clairvoyance, and that's channeling. It's not 100% accurate because the mind is still translating and then saying, but it's darn good. So we just say, that's, 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 it's a blessing. It's beautiful. An altered state is when the mind shifts. Now, Seth describes it and Yeshua describes it as taking the consciousness within, inward and over, inward and over. We sometimes say we we just capitalize on the pineal. We capitalize on the pineal. And in that way, the mind is shifted enough that we can ask the mind to allow us to give the impulse to speak. And then we do. We don't possess the body. We don't consume the body we don't need to we're powerful beings so we ask the mind we teach it to partner with us and we teach it to just sit next to us wow we show the mind that we can give the impulse to speak we can give the impulse to move the hand it becomes a sensation you can feel it it sure does i feel that carol can feel that yeah she described that feeling here and i can sense that so that's a altered state people call it we agree Some people call it trance, and we like the term. And there's consciously aware, trance channeling, and there's unconscious. There's people that have to be brought almost to a sleep state so that we can speak through them. There's plenty of those. Can you do an interview with them? Yes, you can. Do they need someone else there? Yes. An interpreter, basically. Well, in a way. The conduit. The conduit, that's what I'm saying. An unconsciously aware tranced out channel, an altered state being, we can speak through them, but they do need a second person there to hit the start button and hit the go button. That's exciting. I I love the idea of this because I feel like it gives us an opportunity to have a conversation with higher beings like yourselves and then also guide our audience that there's larger things to consider. It's not just us on this little rock spinning around the sun 365 days a year. We're part of a larger thing. Today's not, I mean, we're filming this on 9-11 today, right? And that's a national day in the United States that we commemorate 20 years ago, what happened with everything with the attacks and stuff. And I, I consider today a solemn day. And us doing the interview today for me felt special because of the fact that I know when people cross over that they don't suffer, that they go to a better place, that they're in a safer spot, that they're comfortable, but they're still in touch with us here and they guide us here. And I wanted to ask you, can you share with our audience your understanding of when we cross over, how that happens? Because I try to explain what my impression is as a medium and the information that comes to me from all the people who communicate with me for the last 15 years or so. And I love to always get outside points of view. We look over to this way because we just look out the window for just a moment as the entity Seth just steps in. Now, Carol felt the entity Seth step in and sit where she's sitting. Because in a channeled state, clairvoyance is always heightened, always heightened. So Seth has this to say. We're right here. That's what I do. That's what I do. 
I do love to speak through people. I like to have a scribe. I like to bring forward the lifetime as Seth because, well, because I wrote books as a channel, as a channel. That was not my first time, but it was the last time that I was the scribe. And so I use that lifetime and I latch on to other beings that I've done this thing with multiple times. Now, what else did I do? A lot of things. I was a fat man. I kind of liked it. It was, it was, I just felt good having that boundary physically. And I enjoyed it. But what do I do in the non-physical? I'm a guide. I'm a teacher of guides. But what kind of a guide? The transition. That's what I do. So there are guides. And so we we describe this. And last night we had uh, another podcast that, that uh, Carol produced on the birthing and rebirthing process. The birthing is how you angle through the dimensions and come into a physical body and then have the guides whirl and spin energy around your starting point and they do it for the entirety of your life and that's what keeps you here in the in the sub-reality it is what creates your etheric field so that your guides can do something and what it's what happens it is source frequency rapidly moving around your starting point and it keeps you here in the physical world now you have guides that do things Carol got a cut on her finger the other day and she looked down and she did this one thing. She put thumb over thumb doing hands-on healing. But she did one thing. She said, Seth, is this accurate? And we said, it's pretty darn good. She said, all right. And then she stopped for a second and she looked at it and she saw that the skin was separated. And then she said, how many guides are working on putting that cut back together? Now, that's a person that knows a little thing about guides. You have, you personally, Jason, we're looking. 20 interior, 27 exterior, 47 altogether. That means you have 20 that are working on bodily things. And you have 47 that are working on exterior things. How do we know that? Because we just counted them and we showed Carol the numbers. We showed them to her first so that she would be comfortable saying them out loud. So the comfort, the confidence factor is there. We show it to her first because her interior mind needs to see the number before she says it. Before she says it. <laughs> but the idea is you have guides that do all kinds of things. So yeah, you have a guide or two or three that heals physical wounds, depending on the severity. But you also have guides that bring you in and bring you out. Now, the ones that bring you in are the ones that keep the energy going around your starting point so that you stay here in the physical body. So you stay in the physical body. And when your moment point is over of starting, then they keep that energy in place. They keep it in place. And that's what keeps you in the physical body. And then your physical body grows the way it does. When the moment of transition has begun, they simply undo that energy ball and then two, sometimes three other very, very strong, powerful beings come in and pull you out and through the dimensions back to home. Wow. 
They're travel guides. They're transition guides. I was a transition guide because I love going through the dimensions. It's the sensation of going in and going out, going in and going out. You feel it. Carol feels her lips moving. You feel the sensation of, you know, when you're driving down a country road and you got that little hump and you go, ooh, and it yeah. makes your stomach go like that. It's a little like that. It's a sensation. I love that. I describe for people that what I get from intuition in terms of when you cross over, it's like falling asleep on the couch while watching TV. As you go through those dimensions yourself, the person who actually crosses over the transition, it's very, it's very subtle. But it happens in such a way where it's a natural thing and you're not, it's not a start, anything to fear. It's not, it's, it's like I, I get unconditional love. I get peace. I get kindness. When I, when I feel the energy of transitioning, like people crossing over, they, 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 they become this bot, like they become united with a, a unconditional loving source. Yeah. Those are their transition guide, the transition guide. Okay. And they hold on to them. They help them move away from the body through the dimensions, and then the transition is complete once they move all the way through the dimensions. And then they go up, go through a process of, Carol likes to call it the place of contemplation. We're okay with it, but it's not really a contemplation place. It is a place where your parent soul being, your oversoul, we like to call it the you, not you, that, that being in the non-physical that decided to have a physical life. Someone decided to have you. And you are going back to that being. You'll become part of that family of lifetimes. And that one shows you all of your moment points. All of your moment points. What are the moment points? Everything that they decided they might use again. That is the Akash. When people talk about the Akashic records, it's not every single second of every lifetime. It's all of the things that that higher power of you or you or you or you or you or you, everything that they said, oh, I might use that again. I might use that again. I'm going to use that again. And this one, 20 years goes by. And this one, how many moment points does a person have? It's, there's, there's not a number. It's the higher power of that individual that decides. Now, how many does Carol have? A lot, a lot. Because she's doing a lot of things that was not identified for her in her birth intentions. She was supposed to be a scribe for me. We were going to write about uh, 12 books, about 12. But then life happened. And so much to say. We just say life happened. And then this thing called falling in love with source, meaning she fell in love with Abraham. She fell in love with source. And she discovered herself as a channel and then she read my book and then she realized that consciousness studies is her own personal passion her own personal passion so we said okay go back to the drawing board on this one and we did and we did what was I going to teach through her how to channel how to channel how to meditate how to quiet the mind how to move through uh, the ocular sensations thinking, hearing, feeling, all those things, ocular sensations, how to move through that, how to undo the beliefs so that the mind gets even softer so that we can speak through you. Why? It's not about talking through people, although it is fun. It is fun. Sharing information, enlightening people. Absolutely. That's what I would think. What's even more fun is that the interior belief system 
starts to let go of beliefs left and right, left and right. What does that do? It makes the oversoul, your parent soul being, expand. They become more, more internalized being, and they can do more things. It increases their ability to do things. So we want more soft and supple minds. That is how to channel. So that's what I was going to teach through her. And then she opened herself up to, of course, in miracles, and Jesus teaches teaches that through her. They do a different thing with it. But we do the I Am Retreat that's coming up next weekend to rid the body of specific beliefs that are harmful to their transition. Harmful to their transition. Because as you know, when you transition, you got to see what your beliefs are. If you believe in uh, fire and brimstone, you're going to see it for a little <laughs> But why? Why do you see it? Because that belief is there and then we cleanse it. We cleanse, we cleanse, we cleanse. Not the soul, but the etheric around it is cleansed. And all of the dense, false beliefs have to be left in the world that you came from, into this sub-reality. And then you see with the eyes of source, you see your entire life as loving, as good, as, as wow, I didn't hit any of my intentions. Oh my gosh, isn't that funny? Wow, I, I did not hit a single one. That's so funny. I came close on that one. And then, uh, you know, somebody else, whoo, I did one. I did one. Full and complete. I did one. Well done. There was somebody else. It was not what I thought I was going to do, but, but, but I hit every intention, but I didn't have very much fun. All right. I see. I see how I did that. I see how I miscreated, but hit the intention. All right. And then you become that greater being. You become one of the personalities, one of the lifetimes within that greater family being of, of that higher power. And then you both decide what you're going to do next. The higher power decides what are they going to do next on their ascension? What lifetime? What things? What things? What things are they going to do? But the person also decides. Love does not die. Consciousness does not die. People do not die. Exactly. When we talk about life in the non-physical, we like to use this. We love that Carol has it here. I'm going to show this to you. It just works. Yeah. So all of this, this is just light. But when you look at this jar, this beautiful jar, you see that there are lighted up spots and not lighted up spots. All yeah. throughout. Okay. The lighted up spots, just pretend that those are lifetimes in the physical. I had a lot of lives, a lot of lives. But what are the ones that are not lighted up? Experiences in the non-physical. Ah, this, I never thought of it that way. This is life. This is an entity. When I say I am the entity, Seth, this is all of me. And just one of these little sparkly points was one mm -hmm. lifetime where I lived as Seth. Actually, I had three different lives with that name. But there's one specific that I use. But I do all kinds of things. Now, one of the things that I love to do, and a lot of these are things about the transition and helping people move in and out of the world, in and out of the world. But then I became a teacher of it. And that was magnificent. That was magnificent. So this is an entity. Now we say this is a clairvoyant person, someone that receives the knowing, knowledge, messages, 
healing from the entire family of beings. Wow. Medium is different. A medium, the body, the human body, the pineal, the human body gravitates towards either wanting information from the entity or it says, my preference is I identify more easily a specific personality. That's a medium. That's a medium. So there's a lot. There's a lot to be said for... What if you can do a bunch of different things? What does that mean? That you just have a bunch of different abilities? You're very in tune? Because I find I can do a bunch of different things. Like I didn't know I was an animal intuitive person until someone called me a couple of years ago and told me they had a missing dog in New York State and I'm in Tampa. And I sat and meditated and helped them find the missing dog within a day. And I predicted the house they'd find the dog at, what the dog looked like, all that, who found it. And it was crazy. I just kind of channeled it and let it through and then... So there's a whole bunch of different things we all have abilities for. We say you ocularly verbalized the intelligence that flowed to you. Now, why why do we say that? And we do say a little bit to correct the mind, only because your mind has the ability to channel. So channeling is the next step. So lightness of words, words matter. If you are a clairvoyant person, Highly intuitive is different than clairvoyant. You are clairvoyant. I'm clairvoyant, yeah. <laughs> your body, your mind wants to receive from an entity. It's a, it's, it, it likes these, it can do these, but it, this is its first preference. You are always receiving from the greater being first. That's fun to know. But the interior mind, if a person says, I'm a channel, I'm a channel, I'm a channel. Well, the world knows a channel means we speak through you. So if a person is clairvoyanting, and they say, I'm a channel. I channeled it. The, the mind says, oh, I've, I've done that other thing. I guess I'm done. And it shuts down on its learning because it thinks it's done. Because a channeled conversation is source deciding, source beings, entities, deciding to choose what words. We pluck them out of the, out of, out of the depths of the, of, the, of the mind. And we choose the words and we ask the mind. Say this one, 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 this one. That's how we write books. That's how we dictate. So when a human being says, I channeled it, but they really clairvoyanted it, the mind shuts down on that next progression. So we say, I'm on my way to being a channel. That's a great, that's a great, because then the mind says, oh, you want me to listen to them, teach me more. And then you can, you have that ability in now. That that's the thing about guides. Now, what is it about uh, the guardian? We want to talk about that. When you enter into this physical life, you do it with help, and you have this community of entities that come into this life with you. Two of them are the ones that hold on to you and bring you into the physical body, into the physical body, and the rest have other jobs. One of those entities is more powerful than the rest. And that one is in charge. They are the mastermind of how to bring you things, how to help you stay well, emotionally, physically, financially, clairvoyantly. They are your co-creator. They are the one that answers your prayers. They are the ones that answer your the wish list or your vision board, they mastermind 
how to bring it to you. And then they dole out the jobs or they do it themselves. They also bring in the ascended when needed. But that one is also in charge of the conduit of life, which is also the conduit of communication. So when you sit to meditate, anybody, it is that one that teaches your interior mind how to understand that it's being spoken to and that there is intelligence. And then it teaches it how to interpret and translate and then how to show it to you and then how to show it to you with accuracy and then get better and better and faster and faster and better and faster and more complex. So when we say the entity James is the one that made the first contact with the nose spelling, that's because that's Carol's highest level guide. So we do a shout out now to um, Orin and Daben, who are two spirit beings that speak through two channels. And they wrote a book, Opening to Channel. We reference that book often. Opening to channel, because that is the first step in creating the ability to have a soft and supple mind. So we we just pause here and say, how many people could be a channel? Most of them. There are some people because the human physical body, the brain, the body does play a part. Can that be softened? It sure can. It all depends on what you want and how much time and effort you put into it. How much you believe that you are being not only guided, but trained. I like to use the word trained. We're training the mind. It's new, it's new ground. The mind is never done. Because each individual mind is like a new student. And we're teaching it a new language. You wouldn't walk into a room full of people who speak a different language and bring your best friend with you. It's the first time you've never heard whatever, whatever language it is. You've never heard it before. You wouldn't bring your best friend with you and then presume to translate for them. Sure. You wouldn't. No. You would be, I have no idea what they're saying. Well, <laughs> that's the same thing. It is a second language that the mind is learning. And far too many people start receiving a little bit of verbal language or a little bit of illustrations in the mind and they assume that the interior mind is accurate and they start giving readings and then it's too much of that it is learning a second language and it takes time now for natural born channels it's altogether different because their training is all throughout their life because it's built in that mastermind that highest level guide Orn and Daben use that title, highest level guide, so we use it to stay consistent, is they consistently are teaching the mind how to do what it needs to do. So when the awakening occurs, both things, the dots are connected, and then that person has the ability. So the time is still invested. It's just invested when they don't know it. Yeah. Other people that don't have it built in, well, then they're... It's learning. So then they have to learn. So we caution people. We caution people. Uh, you don't know what you don't know. Now you, you have it built in. What is that built in to be a channel? You just don't know it. You need more meditation. You need more quieting of the mind. Now the automatic writing is always the first step. Whether it's typing or or or, or pencil on paper, it's always the first step because we have to quiet the mind on 
language. I'm going to laugh for a minute because when I do readings now, especially remote readings through Zoom or on the phone, I always have a piece of pen and a paper that I have to write things down because I know there are things that are coming to me during the reading that I have to ascribe myself to write down because my spirit guides give me information. And it's not just what I get through my five senses or whatever we want to call it, you know, psychic, psychic senses or whatever. But it's funny because when you say that, I started doing the prolific writing thing, writing notes and stuff, even in interviews. That's why I usually get psychic information. But it happens. And it's been something that's gradually happening over time. The more I do this, the more I, I get invested in it, the more I... Well, we say that you've just taken the long route. Carol's so funny. She thinks that she said this herself, but it was really us that said it to her because throughout her life, there's certain phrases that she came up with and she says, oh, that was a really good one. And uh, now we just point them out to her and we say, yeah, we gave you that. Yeah, we gave you that one too. And it always feels like that when it feels so perfect. And she said, well, it's kind of like when you really, really, really want to manifest something, what you want to do is basically most of the time people go around the block to get next door. That's a little bit of what you're doing. You're going around the block to get next door. But if you just beeline straight next door, you too would be a trans channel. Oh. Consciously aware, probably, probably, because we haven't gotten your mind to that point. But trans channel, what does it feel like? It feels like giving up the fight. It feels like I don't have to write things down to remember them. I just sit back and say, let's begin. And then we have a quiet conversation with the mind. And then we begin flowing our words, whatever words that we choose from your vocabulary. It does need to be in your vocabulary, but we don't ever see it as a limitation. We don't. Because we have thousands of ways to describe something. And if you have technical. <laughs> Share with our audience. Yeah. Everything about I'm gonna have everything in this in the show notes and on the promotion, but share with our audience right now. Yeah. The audience yeah. can find you and get a hold of you and all that. The Pittsburgh Medium, T-H-E, Pittsburgh with an H, medium.com. We asked her to title herself as that. Why? Because she's got a couple things coming that she doesn't know. And that is the path of least resistance for her to get the thing that she's wanting which is to have the teachings of the ascended be internationally recognized. That's when we ask her, Carol, how far do you want to take this? What do you want to do with it? And she says, well, do I have to choose? And we said, you do, because we have to put that mastermind plan together. And she said, well, I believe in no limitations. So no, no limitations. And we said, well, you only speak English language. So what do you want to do? And she told us, well, I know I want a sign language interpreter. I have no idea how to do it any other way, but I need to have an interpreter. And we said, where do you want to go? And she said, every place that I think is pretty. And we said, where are those places? And she said, well, I don't know yet because I haven't done enough international travel, but I want to go to Amsterdam. I want to go to Canada. But she started listing it out. She's got page pages and she said she got on the internet and she said well you know what i'm just gonna start looking up cities i'm gonna start looking up places i'm gonna start looking up and then she has this list and she says how about all this and we said so no limit is your answer <laughs> and she said yes however and this is fine and this is how people get to co-create with that highest level guy that that partner you have a partner one day carol said catholic upbringing 
she said in the very early days, Trinity, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. She said, I think I get it now. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Father is my higher self, that entity that I will go back to. I am the son, the matter of girl. I am the mini me of that person. And the Holy Spirit is basically my highest level guide because that's the one that's always communicating with me. We are, everybody has their own Trinity. And we said, we can teach A Course in Miracles through her because in that moment, she undid the belief that God, hallelujah, that, that, you know, that, that, that there was something better than. And now she sees that source beings, the universal intelligence, the spirit beings, the angelic ones, consciousness is just love. Intelligent, alive beings that are not confined to a physical body. And there's no hierarchy. There is ascendedness, but no hierarchy because everybody is beautifully whole and there's no gossip. There's no anger. There's no better than or less than. It's just we're all in this together in the non-physical. And it does change how you look about the world in the physical. So that is... uh, It does. Anytime you do anything spiritual in nature, you're going to look at the, the material world so differently and so... I look at it so fleeting. I'm like, yeah, I live in this physical world. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all like nice things. I like to wear a nice shirt or do material things, but my spiritual side, it's so much more powerful, so much more gratifying and so much more significant to me that when I look at the, what so many people are consumed here on the material, I'm just like, there's so much more than what you're looking at. You should be looking at the broader picture. <laughs> you we should- say both. We say both because you are in a it's not a four-dimensional world. You're in a dimension. Yeah. Every world has all nine dimensions. And you are experiencing world in that fourth translucent layer. It's a layer. So here you are in 4D. We'll just use the term. And the world is shifting to the next layer to 5D. We'll use it. But here in this 4D world, it's fun to have money. It's yeah. fun to have boats and cruises and mansions yeah. and stuff. But yes, it is good to also have kindness and gentleness and to not leave dense thoughts in the world. But we say, you know, once you have your awakening, your conduit of communication to the spirit realm is freed from clogged pipes. You get the idea. When you when you cleanse and when you clean out the pipe and when you understand that you are being spoken to the interior mind and when you bring out your ocular or clairvoyant abilities and move forward all the way into being a channel well you get guidance we give structured guidance in our readings especially if they're by email we get the question carol does the video we transcribe it and it's everything that they need to know and then the step one two three four five and if you follow the prescription, you will have that thing that you are asking for. We want you to ask for things. Your co-creator, that highest level guy, they're sitting there with a, you know, they got you know, a pen and notepad. What do you want? Notes. <laughs> How big do you want it? How big do you want it? All right. You want included in it. So now we go back to what Carol wanted. She said, well, yeah, I, I do. I just, uh, no limit, international presence. And uh, then she said, but 
Now I'm going to add on because she does this with us. And she says, I want, I want fun. I want big. I want like a conference life. I want theater like. I want tears of people because it looks so fun and lights are pretty. And also the chairs are comfy. It's not the hard seats like a like a stadium. Yeah. I want a theater where people feel comfy. I want noisemakers and I want music. I want a band at the beginning. And uh and what and I want to get paid well for what I do. And I want no limits. I want more coming in than I can uh every time it comes, every time I think about what's gonna go out, I want it. I just want it free flowing. I want more than I can ever spend. And I want people to spend it on. (laughs) And I want to not judge people for where they are in life. And I always want to have a row in any venue that I have. And I want to have people that are currently in a position to not have stuff, to have stuff. And the stuff is teachings from you. It's, you know, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to give it away because I want a lifetime that is fun. But I do want to give. It's my choice, and I do want to give free. I want to give. I want. I want to invite people who do not have the means so that they too can learn. And then we say, Carol, you don't have to do that. Put your stuff on YouTube. It's free. And she said, Well, yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's just fun. I just want to do it. You get to you get to decide, and there's no right, wrong, or indifferent. There's no good, better, bad. Like there's just <laughs> what we say it all the time. What are you wanting? What are you wanting? What are you wanting? You get to create it. You can you can create and say my spiritual gifts are more important than material wealth, and we say okay. <laughs> but if you get yourself to the point where I can have both, well, then it gets fun for you and that that uh, parent soul being and your co-creator, that highest level guy, because they get to start weaving and, and, and moving the chess pieces around and doing this and doing that. I have to say this. Recently, I've been having one amazing thing happen after another amazing thing. After another, like, It's just like dominoes of bigger, of more amazing things happening. And I, I want to ask you, is that because of manifestation or is that opportunity like I, I just i've had a lot of amazing positive things happening in the last few weeks and i'm very grateful for that and well that's gratitude is the glad effect it's the glad effect <laughs> it's the glad effect when you're happy you get more you know we do talk about law of attraction okay and law of attraction is in the world so many people we answered a question for someone not that long ago and they said well you know i guess if if the universe wants me to have it i'll get it or this happened to me, and I guess uh, you know the universe thought that it was something a lesson that I needed to learn. And we said, no, 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 no. Law of attraction is a piece of the interior mind, and that interior mind simply did not learn everything it needed to learn before it started drawing things to you. It just didn't listen. It's almost like you know, uh, it stopped listening when it thought that it knew enough to guide you in life when the body when the mind it shut down and said i've learned enough i know how to control my person but all it learned how to do is reach out and grab reach out and grab reach out and grab and so that's what the interior mind is like a magnet and whatever thought you have it says i can do that i can do that i can do that no matter what your thought is you put an emotion behind it 
you put a specific topic behind it, then it starts pulling all of it. It's just a magnet. Wow. That is law of attraction. However, that highest level guide is the conduit of knowledge to counteract law of attraction. So you do get whatever you're thinking about, but that internal magnet is one that draws all that stuff that you don't want. It's the it's the it's the inaccurate drawing. It Anxiety, might the negativity. Yes, yes. You got to train your mind not to be that way. You got to train your mind to be as positive as possible. That's what I do. At least I just do because when you do, the mind softens its belief on the world. If you feed it mud, it's gonna be caked up with mud. Caked up with mud. When when it's caked up with mud, the conduit of communication to your highest level guide fills with gunk. When you are happy, well then. We can cleanse that conduit and then you get better ideas. Your intuition flares. Your clairvoyance becomes more Creativity active. <laughs> so you get stuff. So when you say, I want to go do this and I want to go do that, that co-creator, the highest level guide, they put a plan together, no matter what you want, no matter what you want. I want to have friends to do something with this weekend on it. They put a plan together. Now, if you are a happy person, you will either feel guided or you'll be told if you have ocularity what to do, where to go, what to do, where to go. But if you aren't happy, you're going to miss all of the spirit nudging. Wait about that. You're in a depressed state of mind. You're not, you're not going to be picking up anything. It's like you tune out, right? You miss everything. But then once you get back to your positive awareness and being alert and open, that's when you, I feel like I get a lot of creative energy. When I'm on an upbeat, I get downloads to create things and concepts for my show or even other shows I'm thinking of. Like I'm thinking about doing other podcasts. I have one I worked on with my best friend, Megan, called Psychic Visions. And we just started it. I believe heavily in what you're saying. Manifestation, law of attraction, all the things you've just brought up has been my mainstay for the last six years that I've been on my own journey of awakening and acceptance. Coming out of the psychic closet and being comfortable to put myself out there publicly with a podcast and not worried about my law practice, knowing that very well that I'm in my own element, I'm in my power and I know what I'm doing and I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. And all that comes in time. We want you to be eager for more. So we go back to, and we appreciate being able to tell you this, natural born channel, you are. Okay. But you haven't done it yet. You have had such a good time at the intuitive clairvoyant ability that your highest level guide is just saying, he's having a great time. We're going to bring him more and more and more people for him to start getting curious. And when he finally says, I wonder if I can do that, boom. Then we get to work on your unfoldment, capital U unfoldment. Seth is the mastermind of Carol's unfoldment and keeps an eye on her and brings different things to her to experience to unleash more and more and more and more. You do have the ability to tap in that one. So there is no unfoldment plan that cannot be enacted for you. You have one that is sitting in the wings for your channeled ability to come to the surface. And then you do have beings, entity beings, that would teach through you. So these downloads that you're getting they are step one of becoming a channel because the mind is receiving a, a good deal of information and then it sits there 
And then to you, it feels like a great idea. It feels like a great idea. <laughs> and that great idea has got even more behind it. So we say, come to class, come to class, and we will bring it out in you. Come to the I Am Retreat, and we will bring it out in you in that weekend. Because that's what we do. In the retreat, it's a three-day, all-inclusive. We asked Carol to make it Friday at noon, arriving so that we can start promptly at noon, and then everyone leaves at their leisure on Monday morning. And it's round-the-clock, source frequency in the room, doing things to the root. That's where all unconscious beliefs are stored. And we are moving and sifting and moving and sifting and moving and sifting and cleansing. Moving and sifting and moving and sifting and cleansing. And we are removing, undoing unconscious beliefs from the root so that your transition back to the non-physical is smoother than it would have been otherwise. It also cleans out the conduit of communication so that you receive your, your spiritual gifts, your communicative gifts easier. We do know that your ability to channel would come out during the weekend. One more thing we want to say, law of attraction is, it just is, it's not a law, but it, it is because it's resident here in the world. It's resident in the world. We do want people to understand that it is the way humanity, this evolution of man included, but humanity overall on this planet, it's how you evolve. You created it yourself. We all did. We all had lives. We all participated in it. But it's here. It is here. The interior mind reaches and grabs, reaches and grabs, reaches and grabs. Meditation is the cure for it. Because in meditation, the interior mind, the one that reaches and brings things to you, you, you say, I want to see more red. Just have, a, just have a, a, a playful time. And that law of attractor will start, you see a red bus, a red lamp, a red this, a red that. You start seeing red everywhere because you've asked it. When that interior mind receives training from your highest level guide, it starts to not just reach out and grab from the causal plane, but it starts to look at us and say, what you got? It still is going to reach because it's here, but it's also got its hand out. Hey, uh, what you got? And it adds it to it. And that's how you get more good ideas. You still have law of attraction still coming at you. So watch your words. Watch your emotions, watch what you watch on television, watch what you take in. But when you meditate with a specific desire to learn to manifest or be clairvoyant or whatever it is that you want to do, the interior mind pulls from the causal plane and asks to receive from us. And we are always the ones that are giving you a piece of the puzzle as much as you are able to receive at any given moment. So, love that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I, I just wanted to ask Seth, what was the book you said that you that you wrote in the past? You you ever had some book in a, in your one of your lifetimes that you wrote? I was a scribe for my own parents soul being. I wrote a book about love. I wrote a book about continuity of life. I wrote a book about how people don't die. I wrote a book about how people don't die. There were three books in that lifetime. They were handwritten, not chiseled in stone. They were handwritten. They were distributed, not sold. 
And it was one of the things that I did as part of my own development, as my own being, not as Seth, but as my own greater being. And it allowed me to be the channel. My entity is a speaker for channels. We do it often. My entire entity, my entity. We like to weave energy and angle it in a way that we can use it with someone who has a very soft mind to speak. And we do it often. We are the one that provides the intelligence. So the culmination of my learning was to be on the opposite end of that and to have a lifetime that was the channel that was receiving the knowledge, the knowledge, the knowledge, capital K, the knowledge. So that was the lifetime that I did that. And then I did it a little bit more. And then I stopped with my incarnations. My cycle was complete and my entity being decided that we were done for now. So now what do I do? Now I teach and I heal. And I personally write books. What have I written through Carol? Ocularity of the mind, soft and supple mind, how to manifest law of attraction, manifesting, meaning how to manage your emotions, demanifesting the things that you don't want. We have more to write on the Socratic system about being a channel. She has an asking of me to write dots connected about how spirit beings connect to the spirit world. Spirit world. You're going to have abundance in the future. Carol has a lot of abundance coming up. Success and abundance, I see. When you said that, it triggered me to get that as knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So so it is with me. Now, what, what else do we do? We teach how to channel. So I write books through her. So does the one known as Yeshua, otherwise known as Jesus. They have written two books already. But we do this. Her highest level guide created the foundational material. And that's consciousness studies. Who is in the non-physical dimension? And why do we incarnate? And what is the pass-through? Why do we do it? What is the purpose of it? That's the foundational material, consciousness studies. We do have A Course in Miracles, but it's also undoing thought patterns, how to manifest, undoing thought patterns. And then there's using directed energy to heal. It's natural healing. And then there's the unfoldment. Those are the development classes to become a channel. When you have all four, you undo education of the world and you replace it with knowledge from the non-physical dimension and it opens the conduit for conversations. Carol loves to call her readings conversations with source. It's a conversation that you have. They're channeled, so we just sit there and we just have a sit-down conversation. You come over to the house, you want a cup of coffee, we'll just sit there in the living room and we'll just have a conversation. Nothing to be afraid of. Butt in. Ask questions. <laughs> I love that. We love it too. <laughs> we're running low on time, actually, we're a little over. But honestly, I love this conversation topic and it fits squarely within the parameters of what my show seeks to present, which is spirituality from other points of view and other paradigms. And having you on to describe 
the transmediumship or trans process as well as channeling in a direct way, which is what you've done today, helps my audience to see it from a direct point of view. And I, I, I think that that's just such a gift for us today. And I was expecting more of an interview, but I love this. This was amazing. This was like an added, added, added plus. So for me, it was great. I, I, <laughs> I'm very entertained by you. So I could imagine my audience being the same way. So thank you for coming on. I just want to ask you this. If our audience wants to connect with you, how would they reach out to you directly? I know you've mentioned. ThePittsburghMedium.com. Okay. She's the Pittsburgh medium on her social media, although she has been guided not to do a whole lot. She's got other things she's focusing on, but YouTube, the Pittsburgh medium, her Facebook, her website. She's got various things, Instagram, TikTok, all of those things all have the same name. We guide you to our knowing playlist, the manifest countdown playlist, ask Yeshua playlist. And fixing it playlist. Those are all contributions from spirit beings. Excellent. Guide everyone to it. I thank you for coming on and sharing your gifts with us today and sharing your 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 guides, each one of them. Uh it's a blessing and we appreciate it. And we appreciate the knowledge that you're increasing awareness about for us to be aware of and, and sharing to- with the world. Uh, this is fun. This is Carol again. I'm mostly here. I do still feel them in my energy, but this is so much fun. I love it. I, <laughs> I, love it. I mean, I, I know you could see I'm laughing because some of the stuff you say I identify with. So I'll start to laugh and I'll be like, that's so true. I connect with that because the things you were saying while you're just channeling, I'm like, yeah, I, I guess I do. Tra- I channel more than I realize. I just don't call it that. I haven't called it any type of channeling. I just pick up things, but it is what it is. <laughs> it's trying to learn what you, 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 you know, the emotions of it, understanding it, and realizing it's, it's a great feeling. It's a gift and it's fun. And yes, it is a great feeling. It's, it is for me, it's like breathing. It's just <laughs> enhanced breathing. I just want to thank Carol for coming on the show today. Oh, the yeah. Medium. It's yeah. great to have her on and talk about trans channeling and being able to talk to source directly through her spirit guides is a, is a, is a big plus for us. It was was a pleasure having this conversation today and having this opportunity to share these concepts and share these concepts of information with us and our audience today. And I think it's important when you think about things, not just to think about things from your 3D world point of view or 4D world, where it's just you get consumed in things and things can bother you. And I would say, if you can think about your world from a larger point of view, a spiritual point of view, a spiritual perspective, and you could get into things such as mediumship. Um, I say meditation first, but getting in touch with yourself, check out Carol's information. Cause I think there's a lot here you can gain from. And I think her books and everything that's out there that reflects her knowledge from her, cha- her channeling and, and trans experiences are well worth a read, well worth a listen to, and well worth understanding better. This stuff is, I, I say it's, it's, it's very important for us to keep an open mind. When you look at this stuff and when you when you think about it, the conceptualization of it, it requires you to take off your glasses and the way you've standard and looked at things. And 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 once you're more open to it and you understand it better, it's not gonna seem it's not gonna seem something out of the ordinary for you. You're gonna understand that there's a lot here that is part of what we should do in terms of our self-healing 
in terms of our increased understanding and our ability to strengthen ourselves with intuition and clairvoyance. Having someone like Seth, for example, come on today and explain his background and, and what he does to help and work with Carol. I think each of these opportunities where we have these kind of conversations that we can share with the audience is a gift, a treasure, something to cherish, and something to appreciate. And with all that said, I am so grateful to have Carol on the show. Check out her information in the show notes. Stay positive because when you're positive, anything's possible. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.